It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. Ah, made it to Friday. Welcome in, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. It is Friday, February 3rd. Pro Bowl was last night. Did you know that? Yeah, NFL Pro Bowl. Well, at least part of it. They had dodgeball last night. You know who's good? Saquon Barkley. He's good. Until he gets hit in the face. Well, but he was good before that. Everybody loses at dodgeball. Man, he was making those Vince Vaughn dodgeball moves from the movie (laughs) that were choreographed. His were not choreographed. I'm glad there's not a Pro Bowl football game anymore. It's not a football game, right? All right, grumpy old man. He's out early today on this Friday. I'm in a good mood. Eminem Carter Highline is open, 384-1450, 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Or you can hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Still available, you can get your free sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit, steak and egg burrito, or bacon, egg, and cheese croissant, along with any fountain drink, tea, fizz freeze, or 20-ounce bottled soda. When you come, become a new Refreshing Rewards member, simply download the app, register for Refreshing Rewards, and earn your free breakfast on Thornton's, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Positive reinforcement Friday here. I'm going to be in a good mood. Love it. Oh, unsponsored six-pack coming up, 5-1 and one last week, including 4-0 and oh in college basketball, and I'm picking these games without the spread. Now, the spread is sort of implied here. I'm guessing about what the spread will be. But I'm giving you six college basketball games today. Scooter, you're going all the way in with me this weekend. I am. Yeah, I'm gonna. I got my pen ready. Gonna write them down. What if I pick against your Hoosiers? That's fine. Still gonna go with? Them? Yeah, probably so. Yeah. Okay. The Indiana Purdue game, the Kentucky Florida game, and the Louisville Florida State game all part of the six pack today. Third segment. Third. Third uh, trifecta segment here. We'll uh, we'll give out the six pack. Still unsponsored. Hit me up, 414-1450. It is the star of the show. I'm certainly not. Scooter certainly isn't. The six-pack is always the star of the Friday show. Don't you have some friends that could sponsor? Like, what the heck? You know, I'm not the guy. There are salesmen in this world. I'm not a salesman. I don't like to ask people for money or things. I just don't. Never have. Hmm. Uh, And it's not a good attribute in this seat I'm sitting in. Because I should be out telling some of these people that I know that have money, hey, uh, your business should sponsor my show. But I don't. It's just not who I am. Bellarmine fought to the end last night. They played a really good Kennesaw State team. I was in Freedom Hall. But they lose in double overtime to the Kennesaw State Owls. Kennesaw State is 10-1 and in conference now, or only behind Liberty. In the Atlantic Sun Conference, Bellarmine back in action Saturday. They will have homecoming, women's game first, followed by a men's game at 4 o'clock. Jacksonville State comes to town. Uh, quick quiz, Scooter, what state is Jacksonville State in? Quick answer, John, Alabama. Correct. Ding, 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 ding. Say uh, my first rodeo. You're not the, uh, you're not the uh, – Dumbest producer in the world. I'm going to go with Trevor Kelsey on that one. Well, and I also lived in Jacksonville for five years, so I know it's not in Jacksonville. (laughs) Trick question. Texter says you had better not pick against UofL. They are hot and on their season-long win streak. That's not true. 
two went to this in a row? season. Yes. Did they? Western Kentucky, Florida A&M, back to back. So if they can they can tie their longest winning streak if they can beat a seven win Florida State team. By the way, Eastern Michigan in action tonight at Ball State, eleven point underdogs. Let's get it. And nobody that, that doesn't listen to this show every day has any idea what we're talking about. <laughs> Eagles, baby, right? Why are they cheering for Eastern Michigan? <laughs> Eastern Michigan has six wins. Louisville has three. Scooter bet Trevor Kelsey before the season began, I believe, mm-hmm. that Eastern Michigan would have more victories than Louisville, and he is in the catbird seat I, right now. I'll be the first to tell you, I wouldn't have made that bet if we started after the season started. You're in the catbird seat right I am. now. I'm feeling good. You got, you got EMU. With an easier schedule because they're in an easier conference. And they got – is Imani Bates even playing? He is, yeah. Is he playing well? Yeah. Really well. So how bad are the other four he guys had a, on that Remember team? last week he had a game, he scored 29 straight points. <laughs> Literally scored 29 straight points how, for how Eastern How bad Michigan. are the other – have you watched this team at all? I have. Yeah, they have a good little point guard. They're on TV tonight, by the way. Okay, I might watch. 6.30. Uh, I think Farrakhan or whatever is his name. Careful how you say that. No kidding. Yeah, it's it's a crazy name, but their point guard's pretty good, too. <sighs> NBA All-Star Reserves were named yesterday. There were some snubs. We'll get to that. LeBron is 63 points away from becoming the all-time NBA leading scorer, passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He had 20... I'm going to miss this up. 26 last night in a one-point win uh, up the road in Indianapolis. That game was tight all the way throughout. Good game. Yeah. Good game. Uh, Anthony Davis played well, scored over 30. So we'll get to that. Uh, we had a mix-up. We had a uh, a melee, Memphis and Cleveland last night. Donovan Mitchell got hit in the unmentionables, and it looked intentional from Dylan Brooks. Did oh, you yeah. see it? Yeah, it was absolutely intentional. And Mitch went after him. I don't blame him. Look, women don't understand this. Somebody hits you in the jewels on purpose, it's go time. Mm-hmm. There is no thinking about it. You do it accidentally, that's one thing. You do it on purpose, we got to go. Both guys kicked out of the game. Uh, Dylan Brooks sort of has a, you know, he's the guy that got into the shouting contest with uh, Shannon Sharp at the uh, at the Laker game. So uh, I give Donovan Mitchell credit. Why not? You hit, you hit me in the wrong place, dude. Now, if I'm Cleveland, now Cleveland won the game, but if I'm Cleveland and Memphis, Memphis will take that trade, right? We'll we'll take Dylan Brooks off the court if you guys take Donovan Mitchell off the court. Yeah. But Cleveland uh, still was able to win that one. Didn't Dylan Brooks say it was like um, that was just his motion? Oh, video. Like he didn't go out yeah. of his way. Come on. Bodies Come on. don't fling like that. Cameras are everywhere nowadays. You can't <laughs> lie about things. You just can't do it. Uh, NFL news, Joe Mixon, there's a warrant out for his arrest. Misdemeanor aggravated menacing is the charge. He pointed a gun allegedly, let me just say allegedly, I don't want any lawsuits here, at a woman, told her she should be, quote, popped in the face, unquote, the day before the Bills game. This happened in the middle of January, before the day before the Bengals left town and went to beat the Buffalo Bills. Joe Mixon, if you remember, in college at Oklahoma, punched a woman in the face on video, on camera, and uh, was suspended from any more Oklahoma activities. This, this is not serious till it's serious. Now, his 
lawyer says, look, this is blown out of proportion. It's not what it seems. Now, what's a lawyer supposed to say? It's not what it seems, and all these charges are going to be dropped today. I don't know. I haven't seen anything yet that they've been dropped, but we'll see if that's the case. But the Bengals said we are doing our due diligence here. Look, it's a good thing it's the offseason. Good thing they're not in the Super Bowl in a week no and a half. Yeah. That would be awkward. And Mixon did not have a good game. No running backs had a good game in that Kansas City-Cincinnati game. Chiefs couldn't run it. Bengals couldn't run it. Uh, but Mixon is a obviously a core piece of this offensive puzzle that the Bengals have put together quite nicely with Burrow, Chase, Boyd, T. Higgins, um, Hunter Henry, uh, not Hunter Henry, Help me out. Tight end. Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst. Yeah, I'm, I do the same I thing. I knew it was HH. I constantly get those HH tight ends mixed up. And Joe Mixon and Samari Piran have been uh, terrific running backs. Um, so this is concerning if you're a Bengal fan. But, uh, again, we're going to wait, let the justice system. And, and if it's dropped, okay, somebody lied about somebody. That's what happens. If it's not dropped, I think the Bengals can get away with using P. Ryan and maybe drafting one, trading for one. P. Ryan's uh, he's good. He's he's the Tony Pollard from yeah. two years ago. Yeah, right. Two years ago, nobody knew who Tony Pollard was. He was sitting uh, sitting there behind Ezekiel Elliott. He would get a few carries and maybe come in and catch a pass or two. And now look, I think P. Ryan's the same guy. Mm-hmm. He's Tony Pollard of the Bengals. I like P. Ryan. Uh, so we'll wait and see what happens there. The uh, Super Bowl, nine days away, this is going to be boring. It's going to be a boring week because nobody's going to talk trash about anybody. you got the Kelsey brothers loving each other, even though they're going to play against each other. Dude, what if they start talking trash to that each other? That would be great. That would be. I want anybody to start talking trash, but it's going to be boring. you got both number one seeds. Jalen Hurts ain't going to say anything bad. Patrick Mahomes isn't dumb enough to say anything bad. The defenses both think they're good enough. Maybe Chris Jones or Frank Clark says something, you know, eye-opening, but I doubt it. I doubt it. It's going to be a boring week in uh, in Arizona leading up to this game. But should be a great game. I mean, who's favorite now, Scooter? Have you looked? I haven't, no. Like you said, it's nine days away. Yeah, I know, but you gotta, if you're a degenerate gambler like we think we are, you got to keep track of this stuff. Philadelphia is a one-and-a-half-point favorite over under 50-and-a-half. And I don't think that's going to move much. Philadelphia is going to be a one- or two-point favorite, which basically means you're betting who you think is going to win the game. Here's some fun trivia for you. How many times, I'll be the judge of that, but okay. How many times in NFL history have both number one wow. seeds played each other in the Super Bowl? Well, it's harder nowadays because you've got 14 teams in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how many teams were in the playoffs when Super Bowl One rolled around with the Chiefs and the Packers. I will tell you, Super Bowl Eleven was Probably the first instance. Probably six. This will be the 14th Super, Super Bowl, Bowl. Eleven. Who was that? Dallas? It was the Raiders and Vikings. Raiders Vikings. I'm going to guess the Raiders won it because the Vikings have never won a Super Bowl. Uh, so, Super Bowl Eleven was the first time. I'm going to say seven times. 14. Wow, that's a lot. This is the 14th time. That's a lot. Um, and they both earned it. Look, the, the Eagles weren't challenged in the playoffs. San Francisco had issues with injuries to the quarterbacks. They killed the Giants in their first game. Chiefs, you know, it was a struggle against Cincinnati. 
Does that make them a better choice because they've earned their way there where the Eagles have just sort of, they, they could have sleepwalked to the Super Bowl? Eagles have been sleepwalking all season. Well, they had people sleeping on them. They're good. They are good. Their defense is better than you think. But nine days away, we'll talk more about the Super Bowl next week. Let's get into college basketball. And I'm not starting on my side of the river. I'm starting on your side of the river, Scooter. Purdue and Indiana, number one Boilermakers, 21st-ranked Hoosiers, 4 o'clock ESPN on Saturday. Uh, Give me a guess on what you think the spread's going to be. I would venture to say Purdue, maybe three and a half. Purdue's got to be favorite. Yeah. They're 22 and one. Um, maybe four and a half. They're uh, really, four and a half really seems good. Too much. This is the game, though. This is it. This is it. If you're Indiana and you want to be a top four seed in the uh, NCAA tournament, you want to be a four seed, maybe a, maybe a three, five at the worst, you, you win this game mm-hmm. at home. You're at home. What you do in Mackey Arena, unless you get beat by 40, I don't care. This is the game. You win this game at home. You beat Rutgers next time out, who beat you at Rutgers. You beat them at home. You win your home games from here on out. Maybe get a couple of road wins. You are a four seed, in my opinion. You want to disagree with me? No, I'll take it. I know you'll take it, but am I right? Now, they're 21st in the country. 20th, 20-ish, right around 20 in the net rankings. Um, if you're 20 in the net rankings, that tells me you're probably a 5C. Because uh, I, I, I went to St. X, I can do just enough math to get by. That's pretty good. Yeah, thank you. Tells me you're a 5C if you're 20 in the net rankings. But if you get this win over Purdue, you're not going to be 20 in the net rankings anymore. Yes, you're coming off a loss. You're coming off a road loss. A road loss that... Um, you know, it's not too damaging. Maryland's pretty good. You're top. You're 21st in the country. You're going to drop out of the top 25 if you don't beat Purdue. But if you do, you're not going to drop out. In fact, even with the Maryland loss, you might move you up. Might move up, yeah. This is all about Trace Jackson Davis, Zach Eady. This is a matchup of two potential Player of the Year candidates. Two Player of the Year candidates. Two potential Players of the Year. I, my vote right now would be Trace Jackson Davis. Zach Eady has done nothing to not win Player of the Year. He's been great. Trace Jackson Davis, in my opinion, and with the injuries he's had to do more, he's put up a little bit better numbers than Zach Eady. But Zach Eady is unstoppable down low. Well, and Zach Eady's team's also 20-1. And, and one, they're 22-1. and one. Which, that has to come into play. If Zach Eady gets the ball inside the block where he wants it, he is completely unstoppable. Mm-hmm. You ha- all you do is hope he misses the little jump hook. He's shooting down at the basket. Nobody can get up and block his shot. It's impossible unless you're coming from behind really late, really quickly, and you can jump out of the gym. You can't block his shot. The other part of this game, let's say these two guys cancel each other out. Then it's all about guard play. Gillis had nine threes the other night for Purdue. He wasted them all. He might, you hope he did if you're a Hoosier <laughs> fan. They've got two freshman guards who are incredible. Smith and Foyer, is that right? Uh, lawyer. Lawyer. Incredible. Now you got Jalen hood Shafino on the other side. He's got to play well. Well, and he needs some help Period. from another guard as well, whether that's Tamar Bates, whether that's Trey Galloway. Don't say it. Don't Miller say Cobb. it. Oh, you said it. Ah. 
The Miller Cop bandwagon is alive and well. <laughs> There's Look, there is going, I say this with Kentucky and Severe Wheeler, there's going to be a game when he's going to have a great game. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it is. You hope it's not against Northwestern. I you do hope, hope it is against well, Northwestern. You hope it's against <laughs> Purdue, and you hope it's this Saturday. Purdue, Indiana are going to be part of the unsponsored six-pack coming up in the third segment today. We'll also break down Kentucky-Florida coming up after the break, and Louisville and Florida State. We'll break it down, although I don't know why. NBA All-Star Snubs. It happens every year. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Guy. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Carnage. John Spears in studio. Scooter Dingus on the other side of the glass. It's Friday. I'm mailing it in here once again. Eminem Carnage hotline is open. 502-384-1450. 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well. 414-1450. Texter with a prediction. Says Purdue controls the game. IU lingers 8-12 to 12 down throughout and loses by 11. Mm. All right. Not ideal. It's a red out, right? Is it? I think so. I haven't heard that. I think it's a red out in Simon's Gajodit Assembly. Well, Hall. then that black and gold's going to stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> uh, do you hate Purdue? I used to. I, I, I've kind of okay. softened up on them over the years. Yeah, I don't... I don't have as much hate in my heart as you'll I used to. You'll hate on Saturday. At the end of the day, it's just sports. Like you'll It's not on, that serious. You'll hate on Saturday. I will, yeah. Yeah. Especially if they're up by 11. By the way, you know who plays this weekend and nobody cares? Duke, North Carolina. Duke and North Carolina. 6.30 Saturday ESPN, Cameron Indoor Stadium. Uh, I'm going to tell you this. I did not make it part of the six-pack. I think Duke destroys North Carolina. I think it's 20. Duke's not any good. Carolina's not any good. I think Duke beats them by 20, and it's not part of the six-pack. Yeah, you I know what I'm going to call that? That's an added gift for you. I didn't even realize they played until this I didn't morning. either. Last night, I saw, they, I saw the commercial on ESPN. I went, oh, man. Been Nobody, neither team ranked. They got the same record in conference, 7-4, seven 7-5, and four, seven and five, something like that. I guess I've been watching too much Big East basketball on Fox Sports One because I East is incredible. I've been able to avoid the Big Duke East North Carolina and Big commercials. Big Twelve are better than anything else mm-hmm. right now. Take out DePaul, Georgetown, Big East, Big Twelve. By the way, Georgetown's a, a system pick this weekend. Come on, yeah, <laughs> it's painful. <laughs> it's painful. Let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline before we get back to college hoop talk. David, how are you today, brother? Yeah, thanks for taking my call today. I know talking about. You know what's uh, going on in college basketball right now? You're right. It's like Carolina Duke. Believe it or not, I heard it when I was listening to the uh, Kentucky, watching uh, the Kentucky Kansas game last Saturday night. I don't know if it was Jay Billis or one of them. I think it was Dan Shulman, Jay Billis on that broadcast. Yep. And I just so happened during that game, and I don't know what part of the game it was. Probably the second half, I think. I hear Duke and Carolina, and I'm thinking. You know how much I, they'll focus on that. I bet the game day oh, will probably game day be will the be main there. story. Yes. 
What's that? Game day is in Cameron tomorrow. Absolutely. I was thinking that, yep. Yeah, yeah, and the way they covered it. And I know last year with, um, was it uh, Coach K's retirement? Sure. I understand that. that, I figured that was going to get the main bulk of the coverage, and it did on game game day and after uh, the game was over last weekend. And uh, you're probably right. It's hard to pick out, but you're saying that Duke is is definitely be be better, the better. Team right now, as far as how they're playing, Duke well, I know. Over I think, Carolina. No, no, I think Carolina's got more talent, but I think yeah, it's, okay, it's, it's at Duke. Both, it, I just think Duke's going to come out and play great, and Carolina, who has struggled is and just lost at home to Pitt, is yeah, uh, Pitt, yeah, yeah, is, is just not they're not playing well, and I think Duke's going to take advantage of it, and you know this rivalry sometimes it doesn't matter who's the better team, and I think that's the case. Yeah, well. and here's yeah. another thing, Scooter, and, if 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 this game was not being played tomorrow. College yeah. game day would be in Bloomington. That's true. Yeah. I would think so, too, yeah. But instead, they're that, in a, a game with two teams unranked just because it's Duke and Carolina. Yeah, yeah, Duke and Carolina, and I think ESPN's history, you know, I guess the ACC, I guess, it, weren't they like, you know, when the ACC tournament was like one of the major uh, postseason conference tournaments. I think Duke and Carolina got the bulk of that. Like I said, you had you know the now the late Billy Packer. I guess that that was a big and, part and of ES, it too, right? ESPN still has the ACC tournament. They still have the whole tournament, yes. start to finish. Yes. So this is sort mm-hmm. of a promotion for the future, a month down the line when they're in Greensboro or Charlotte or wherever they're at, and they're playing the ACC tournament. This is uh, just a precursor. Hey, look, this is our baby. The, the mm-hmm. SEC tournament is no longer on ESPN. The Big East is yep. not. The Big 12 is not. So we've yep. got to promote our thing, and the ACC is their mm-hmm. thing. And that's that's what you do. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. But I know my, my, my preference tomorrow would be in Indiana-Purdue because you figure had the way Purdue's been playing this season. And at times Indiana has, you know, shown some really, you know, good things. And, and it, like I said, I know Indiana has its ups. But I don't – I know – they, they, I think wasn't it like the Maryland game? I, I guess Maryland, Maryland's, I guess a Big Ten contender along with Purdue, and that could be a yeah. Maryland's know, the, maybe the, the Big Ten yeah. tournament. Maryland's yeah, Maryland in the top half. The, they're in the top half of the league, and they're like I say, they only got one loss at home. They played great at home. Um, there yeah. are six games tomorrow matching top twenty-five teams, and none of them are Duke, North Carolina. <laughs> so, um, oh, I know um, that's the that's it, the. the here we are. This but yet, it, it is. But yet, is. ESPN is picking Duke Carolina for that game day yeah. where they should go to you know a top what, twenty-five. You know you're right, Bloomington. The late, the late game after Duke Carolina is Kentucky Florida. Two unranked yeah. teams again. Yeah, and, and I wish Kentucky Florida could be earlier. <laughs> we all you know, did. like I said, that that four or six o'clock because I you know you figure get the day pass at least you don't have the night when when the Kentucky you know it, it, it doesn't work out. Where, where you have to sort of, you know, just, you know, as they say, get past it, you know, whatever. But the, 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 those talk shows after uh, after Kentucky loses, it's it's. I've, I've heard a couple of them, and they're not they're not no. very fun. And I promise Kentucky you, wins, they're they're joy, they're, they're they're joyful. If you're not going to be ESPN home radio, they're joyful. If you're not going to be home tomorrow night, yeah, tape ESPN news from eight thirty <laughs> to nine thirty because. That Duke-Carolina game could go three hours. That's a good call, John. And if you're not home and you're trying to take Kentucky and Florida, it ain't going to be on ESPN at 830. You better tape 
ESPN and ESPN News or DVR it. I know we don't tape anything. Anymore. <laughs> That's a, that's a good suggestion. You know, that's a good suggestion if you're a Kentucky fan because I bet they will complain if Duke oh, Carolina goes they will, an extra and, hour and or ESPN so. ESPN does not care. They do not care. Because you would think, well, yeah. Kentucky Florida is going to start on ESPN. At least if you have the SEC network, you could put nope, Kentucky on that. that, right? Nope. There's is already, that what it's for? Nope. Yeah, but there's already a game on over there. There's not, oh, is there? there's not okay. a game on ESPN News. So they'll, they'll start Kentucky Florida. Mark my word, it'll yep. start on ESPN. That's what we should be betting on, Scooter. That's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, bet. yeah. Because you figure if if they, you know, what do you have the SEC network for? You know, well, you figure I don't know who's in that to take those games from the beginning. You know, the the, the marquee games if the ESPN doesn't, you know, doesn't yeah. start it on time, right? No, there, there's no the game, and here's what they'll do: they'll push it back to eight thirty-five, then they'll push it back yeah. to eight forty. And then all of a sudden you're going, uh, is this game ever going to start? And then uh, there'll be a they'll be looking at a review in the Duke Carolina game with two minutes and eighteen seconds left, and finally they'll say, "We got to get this game started. Let's just put it on ESPN News." That's how it works. And those review plays sometimes that I, I mean I, I don't understand on some of the games because uh, I think it was like it was at the end last weekend after Louisville Notre Dame. I happened to, was it West Virginia, and I forget what it was that playing the, uh, uh, was it that the SEC? The, the challenge, yeah. Yeah, the challenge. They reviewed a play, and the game was almost over, but they had to take a, a certain amount of time to review of, yeah. uh, what the, where the foul was or, or the time on the clock or something. I know, I think what it was that the West Virginia won. I don't know that, why they uh, don't stagger SEC. these games more. It, it, yeah. It's easy to do. Well, you know what would solve all that is stagger the games. No, if they have like a central location for the review center, and they just send it to yeah. the game. Don't don't send the officials to the table. Make that be called somewhere else. And, I saw and it at Bellarmine last process. night. I mean, this is not just major college problem. I saw it at Bellarmine yeah. last night. We had uh, three or four reviews, double overtime. A seven thirty game ended about ten uh, ten o'clock. So it's just the way it is. Ugh. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. David. Thanks yeah. for the call, man. Have a good weekend. Yeah, sure thing, sure thing, yeah, yeah, as always, yes. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Uh, by the way, SEC Network, 8.30 tomorrow, Georgia and Texas A&M. Now I'm excited. <laughs> now I'm jacked up. <laughs> so ESPN News, if you're going to be out, I'm telling you, I think Kansas and Kentucky started on uh, ESPN News this past weekend. I think every Just game this season. Minute. Just for about a minute. Every Kentucky game this season started on another <sighs> channel. It's crazy. Thanks to David. Thanks to all the callers. I appreciate it. David going for caller of the year early in he the is. year. Two, he is two an days early in a row. Candidate. You know who we haven't heard from? Mr. Peak? Yeah. Or right. Buzz. Much. Here we go. Not Buzz much. F- phone will be lighting up any he second. Was, it's, I know it's early February. He's got an early lead. <laughs> I mean, he's just maybe he's just a sprinter, and these other guys are thoroughbreds. But uh, You could throw Pat in there, too. Pat is uh, coming on strong. Brand new caller. You know, we love variety. And all of a sudden, you got a new guy in there? (laughs) Maybe. All right. um, Last night, College Hoops, number three, Houston, trailed most of the night on the road, came back, beat Wichita State 70-61. to Wichita State did cover the 12-and-a-half, though, Scoots. That was my easiest bet of the night. Wichita State, the Shockers? Yeah. That's shocking anybody. They're 11-and-11. At home. They're not shocking anybody. (laughs) 
Fifth-ranked Arizona had an easy time with Oregon, 91-76. to UCLA ranked ninth, beat Washington, 70-61. to They did not cover. I know that for a reason. 12th-ranked Gonzaga got a little revenge on Santa Clara. It was a close game last time at Santa Clara, but Gonzaga with an 88-70 win. Uh, 18th-ranked St. Mary's over San Francisco, 68-59. Gonzaga and St. Mary's, one of those top 25 matchups uh, tomorrow. 10.30 on ESPN after Jeez the Kentucky-Florida game. So ESPN News, go to their 10.30. They'll move it to about 11.15. They'll get it back on the big network. Uh, and the big upset last night, we called it UAB, Tony Burke special last night, favored at home over a ranked team. UAB knocks off previously once beaten Florida Atlantic 86-77. to I had that one too, and I know you did. I did not. You did not? No. Oh, that was a Tony Burke special. Didn't you hear it So yesterday? does Tony Burke not go by the Power Five? Uh, he just gave it out yesterday. Oh, okay. He said he loved UAB. I must he have, does go by the Power Five. I must have not just, been listening. I missed that. He nodded off because that, that, <laughs> that happens on this show. People nod <laughs> off all the time. And, uh, again, Kennesaw State beat Bellarmine last night in double overtime, 90-84. to Man, what an entertaining game. The Knights had three starters foul out, one in the first overtime, two in the second overtime. Um, and I'm going to tell you this. It looked like men against boys. It was Kennesaw State is grown men, mm-hmm. grown men, guys that played at Temple, Murray State, transferred down, now playing at uh, Kennesaw State, and they were some big bad dudes. And Bellarmine, they gave it all they had. I give them credit. Scotty had had them ready to play. Bellarmine was up twenty-two to seven. Who was the best on the floor for Bellarmine last night? Peter Suter, the freshman. From Carmel. Carmel? Yeah. Yep. Indiana, he had 24, and he fouled out. He's one of the starters that fouled out. He was really good last night. He is, if he hangs around, and there's no reason to think he won't, mm-hmm. but, you know, there's a thing called tampering and poaching in college basketball. It's sure. happening in college football. It's happening in college basketball. Also got the transfer portal. It is what it is. Uh, you can say, oh, uh, it's, it's illegal to do that. You're not supposed to tamper. Okay, fine. It happens. Peter Suter, really, really good. Really good. Um, 24 last. I don't know if it's a career high or not. He's a freshman, so I'm going to guess it's if it's not a career high, it's close. Uh, the Knights, again, uh, homecoming tomorrow. I can't decide, Scooter. What do I do? Louisville, Florida State at 2. Bellarmine, Jacksonville State at 4. Where do I go? Do I go to Louisville for a half and then head to Freedom Hall? I think you take the opportunity to go to Louisville, yeah. I mean, just the fact that they have a chance to win two games in a row. I mean, I'm, you you want to be there for that history. Uh, wow. <laughs> That's history? Okay. Um, Bellarmine's only got two games left at Freedom Hall. They've got one home game at the Yum Center coming up, believe it or not. I don't know why. Something happened. UofL needs the Freedom Hall for something. I have no idea. By the way, uh, Suter had 24 points against Moorhead State as well, so he tied his career high. All right, there you go. That's why I have you here. That's why I have you here. All right, uh, quickly, Florida State, Louisville, eight, uh, 2 o'clock tomorrow, ESPN 2. Uh, the Noles are 7-16. and 16. Sheesh. Yeah, but they're five, they got five conference wins. Here's the thing. I don't know what the spread's going to be. I said this after Louisville beat Western Kentucky. Enjoy it. It's not going to be – this is not something that, oh, we're going to build on this. Oh, we're going we're getting better. We're, Louisville played terrible defense the other night. 
Georgia Tech couldn't throw it in the ocean. They missed so many open shots, it was embarrassing. And Georgia Tech only turned the ball over five times. Five times. And they're not good. Louisville still doesn't play defense. You think Florida State's favored tomorrow? Yes. By more or less than Georgia State or Georgia Tech was? More, but not much. Three and a half? Yes. That's a, and now look, this is completely a guess. Yeah. I think three and a half, maybe four. I think Florida State's favored. They won by double digits over Louisville, I think 10, in Tallahassee. Uh, again, they're not Georgia Tech. They don't have one conference win. They got five. Now, one of them's Louisville. Two of them might be Georgia Tech, for all I know. <laughs> but Florida State is much better than Georgia Tech. I'm not saying I'm taking Florida State in the uh, six-pack. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. But uh, 2 o'clock. And, of course, Kentucky, Florida, 8.30. In Rupp. This is... Florida just beat Tennessee. This is the perfect time if you're Kentucky to play Florida. Florida beats Tennessee in Gainesville. They're jumping up and down in the hallway on the way to the locker room. I saw the video. Todd Golden, the coach, jumping. Oh, it's like they won the World Series. They're throwing stuff on each other, water, Gatorade. They're having a go. We just beat the number two team in the country. And now you go on the road in conference. If you're Kentucky, if you're John Calipari, this is the perfect spot to be playing Florida because Florida is getting patted on the back for the last two days now. It'll be three by the time they get to Rupp tomorrow. How great. They, oh, what a great win over Tennessee. What a wonderful. Oh, we're good now. We are back, baby. <laughs> Kentucky sitting there waiting, going, okay, come on in. We've won five SEC games in a row. Come on in. We'll take a break. Come back. Unsponsored six-pack is next. And NBA talk as well. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment of the week. I always love saying those words. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Last chance to get your call in. Love hearing those words. 1450. Thornton's text line open as well. Get your last minute text into the show as well. You don't like weekends? No, I love weekends. Get your last minute text into the show, 502-414-1450. What do you mean? Why would you ask that? Well, I mean, I just said a final segment of the week. I love those words. And, and I said I love me. I said I love hearing those words. Oh, okay. You I, said you love saying them. Me. I love hearing them. E me. That's on me. <laughs> My bad. Uh, Purdue, Indiana, tomorrow, 4 o'clock, 3 o'clock, right here on the Big X pregame with Don Fisher. You can uh, get ready for great game, number one against number 21, tomorrow right here on the Big X. NBA All-Star rosters were uh, announced yesterday. Now, we already knew the starters. Western Conference, I'm going to get this right here, LeBron James, Stephen Curry, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, and Zion Williamson in the West. Eastern Conference, Team Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Donovan Mitchell, and Jason Tatum. Now, those aren't the teams, Those right? are not the teams. Because we're going to have a draft. Those are the all-star 
voted in starters. What about a guy Giannis that Zion's LeBron, not healthy? Giannis and LeBron will draft. Uh, he's on the list here that I'm looking at. Hmm. Now, he didn't play last night. Right. So he, he hasn't played in a while. I mean, we may have been wrong about James Harden. When I say we, I mean you. <laughs> but I don't know if Zion – now, it's February 19th. So we're still that's true. two yeah, weeks away. That's true. February 19th on uh, TNT, 7.30 is the draft. 8 o'clock's the game. So Giannis and LeBron are going to take turn drafting players, which I love, on TV live, right? So if you're, I don't know, let's pick somebody out here. If you're Jaron Jackson Jr. of the Memphis Grizzlies, you might be the last guy picked. Let's hear the reserves, and then I'll tell you who's going to be last. All right, here are the reserves in alphabetical order. Miami's Bam Adebayo. Boston, Jalen Brown. Chicago, DeMar DeRozan. Philadelphia, Joel Embiid. Clippers, Paul George. Thunder, Shea Gilchis Alexander. Pacers, Tyrese Halliburton. Bucks, Drew Holiday. Memphis, Jaron Jackson Jr. Portland, Damian Lillard. Utah, Laurie Markinen. Memphis, Ja Morant. The Knicks, Julius Randle. And the Kings, DeMontis Sabonis. I'm waiting. I'm going to go with Drew Holiday, last pick. Uh, I would say I'm going to go Julius Randle. Maybe mean-spirited. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go Julius Randle. I mean, who wants a big luggy power forward that's going to knock people over on the way to the basket? And I guess you want him on your team. I, I was gonna take some threes. I was gonna say Halliburton, but I'm pretty sure LeBron's a big Halliburton fan. I think I mem- remember him mentioning something Halliburton's about him. Halliburton's layup in the past. got blocked by Anthony Davis at the end last night to preserve the Lakers' victory How about over that? the Pacers. If you were wondering, uh, so here's what happens: 7:30 on February 19th. It's a Sunday. The All Star Draft on TNT Live. Giannis and LeBron taking turns picking players, just like you're at the park. I'll take the guy with the uh, bad haircut because I know he can jump. I'll take the fat kid last. You know, that was me. I'll take Spears. And then at 8 o'clock they play. So at 7.40-ish, we'll have the lineups, and you got 20 minutes to get your bet down. I don't, know, I don't know what Vegas thinks about that. Once again, shouldn't be betting on all-star games. I agree. but if, I don't if know. If you what, are, seek some help. Exactly. <laughs> and here's the number, 1-800-HELP-ME. <laughs> I think it's 1-800-GAMBLER, actually. It might be. Who knows? But Vegas is not happy about this because they know people are that need 1-800-GAMBLER don't call it. They know. All right, before I get to the six-pack, NBA last night, Lakers beat Indiana 112-111. Anthony Davis 31, LeBron 26. LeBron's next game, by the way, is tomorrow at New Orleans, 6 o'clock. ESPN2 is now going to pick up. The game, the LeBron games that aren't already scheduled on TV. Does he get the scoring lead tomorrow? No, he needs 63. <laughs> you don't think he can do it? He can. <laughs> I, th- I don't think, I'm not sure he wants to. I think he wants to do it at home if he can. Does he do it in the next two games? Uh, I think it's Oklahoma City after that. He would have to average 31 and a half to do it. Again, it's at Oklahoma City. I think he wants to do it at home. I think he wants to do it at home. But here's the other rub they're in a spot where they need to win games. Mm hmm. So if it's down to the end of the game and he's close to the record, I'm sure Darvin Ham, the head coach, is going, LeBron, we need you to score some points here. This is a game we need to win. 
LeBron's not going to have the mindset, though, of not scoring so he can do it at home. He's not. Unless it's a game where somebody tells him, hey, look, you need four points, we're up by 20, you might want to throw some assists here. Just get some, or we'll take you out. We're up 20. And does he make it with a hook shot? I think he does a, an, an <laughs> homage to Kareem. I think when he gets it to within one, he says, I want to do a hook shot from the block. That'd be awesome. It would be awesome. <laughs> Cleveland beat Memphis 128-113. The big story of that game was the dust-up between Dylan Brooks and Donovan Mitchell. Brooks with a cheap shot to the nether regions, as I like to call them. And Donovan went after him. Both guys kicked out of the game. Darius Garland, 32 in the Cleveland victory. Knicks beat Miami 106-104. Adebayo had 32 in the losing effort. R.J. Barrett, 30 for the Knicks. Chicago, 114. Charlotte, 98. Terry Rozier, 23 in a losing effort for Charlotte. Luka got hurt again last night. Did you see this? I didn't, know. Dallas beat New Orleans 111-106. Luka had 31, and then injured his heel Midway through the fourth quarter. Now, it's, I don't think it's his Achilles. I think it's the bottom of the heel. He came down uh, on it, maybe a bone bruise kind of thing. But he did not play the rest of the game. So we'll see if he's available next time Dallas has a game. Which, he's falling uh, apart. Hey, he is an old 23 or 22, yeah. however old he is. Denver beat Golden State 134-117. We talked about whether the Joker could win a third straight MVP. Tony Burke texted me last night. Joker. That was the entire text. He almost had a triple-double at halftime. 22 points, 14 rebounds, 16 assists last night. Uh, Jamal Murray led the Nuggets with 33. Steph Curry, 28 in another road loss for the Golden State Warriors. Milwaukee over to the Clippers. I know you're excited about that one. 106-105. Uh, live betting. Love it. Giannis Antetokounmpo, 54 points. And 19 rebounds. Uh, that is a statement saying, I would like to be in the MVP conversation, please, and thank you. If you're looking for an NBA game to watch tonight, NBA TV, 730 Phoenix at Boston Celtics, 9.5 point favorites. All right, it's time for the never duplicated, usually losing, sometimes I get lucky, unscripted six-pack. And here we go. All college basketball today. We'll start at noon. Uh, Kansas and Iowa State, two ranked teams. The Jayhawks are playing really good basketball. They're 18 and four. Iowa State's 15 and six. I got a feeling that the Cyclones are going to be getting just a few points here. This is a uh, ESPN game at noon. I'm taking the home team, Iowa State, in this crazy conference. I think Iowa State. Gets it done against the Kansas Jayhawks tomorrow. Maybe I won't roll with you. Also at noon, Virginia <laughs> ranked sixth in the country at Virginia Tech. ESPN 2 for this one. This is going to be a system game. Virginia is going to be favored. Virginia Tech unranked at home. I'm taking the Hokies and the points. I may not need the points in this game, but I'm going to take them anyway. Give me Virginia Tech. As Scooter shakes his Man, head. Man, 0 for 2. <laughs> uh, 2 o'clock alright let's see if you like this one Auburn at Tennessee 25th ranked Tigers second ranked Vols this is the same philosophy I had for Alabama earlier in the week Tennessee's going to be mad they just got beat at Florida they were the better team but somehow lost by double digits to the Gators 
Auburn coming off a win, going on the road. I said this yesterday. I don't believe in Bruce Pearl's team. I don't think they're very good. Tennessee will probably be close to a double-digit favorite. If not, I think the Vols roll here and wax the Auburn Plainsman at 2 o'clock. Worked last weekend. I'll roll with that one. All right. Local game, local flavor now. Let's start with the earlier game, Florida State and Louisville. I don't know what the spread's going to be. I think Florida State will be a slight favorite, less than five, but they will be favored. I'm not buying into any kind of Louisville has turned a corner nonsense. They haven't. They still don't play good defense. Um, they still have trouble scoring. Yes, they beat Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech, one of the few teams that is awful on Louisville's schedule. Florida State started the year with one win in the first 10 games. They are now 7-16. and 16. They've got five wins in conference. I think they throttle Louisville defensively, uh, athletically as well, and I think Florida State rolls over Louisville in the up center. I'm with you there, too. Four o'clock, Indiana hosting Purdue. This is one of those games that comes along. If you want your program to be back to where you think it should be and you're Mike Woodson, this is a game that you win. Matt Painter's team is 22-1. and one. They're really good. They got a great inside game. They got a great outside game. They have struggled on the road a couple of times and escaped with victories. I come, I go to the, back to the East Lansing game against Michigan State. Struggled but got out of there with a win. They've actually struggled at home against Rutgers and got a win. Indiana's going to be getting a few points here. I think the Hoosiers win this game outright. It means much, much more to Indiana right now than it does to Purdue. Purdue will get a chance at revenge later in the year and probably take advantage. But I'm going to take the Hoosiers and the points, and I think they win it outright. That also worked last weekend. I'll roll with you on that, too. Boy, those first two you just hated. Oh, yeah. Okay. With a passion. Kentucky hosting Florida. Three days ago, I would have taken Florida. I've said on this program, I don't think Kentucky's good enough to beat anybody by 20 points or by 15 points when they're that big of a favorite, especially at home. They played horrible in a loss to South Carolina. They played really bad in a win over LSU. They didn't play good at home in a win over Georgia. Normally, I would say, give me the Gators here. However, not so fast, my friend. The Gators coming off that upset of Tennessee, and I think it hurts them because now you get a home win, upset in conference. Immediately, you go on the road in conference, and normally what happens? You don't play well. Give me the Cats. I think the spread's going to be somewhere in the 8-9 to nine range. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I've got five and a half. You have the number? That's a no, guess. That's, that's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be eight or nine. But I think Kentucky puts it on Florida. They put it together. They don't put it together very often this season, but I think they do this time. And I think the Gators, even though it's Kentucky, the Gators going to be a little bit down after that win over Tennessee. I've got a nine-point win for the Cats. I'll take it. Regardless of what you tell me the spread's going to be, I'll take that right now and say that I probably cover, although it's close. So there you go. Iowa State and Virginia Tech, which Scooter hates. Tennessee, Florida State, Kentucky, and Indiana. Scooter likes all of those. Am I right on that? Yeah. I'll be betting the last four. Well, the first two are early. So you can't wait and bet the four they win, and then you go, okay, I'll take I'll take his advice since he's hot. You can't do that. <laughs> you I'm going to bet him at the start of the day. All right. Thank you to uh, all the listeners, all the texters, and to Scooter as well. 
Indiana Purdue tomorrow, 3 o'clock coverage begins right around the Big X, 4 o'clock tip time. I'll be back Monday to recap it all. Thanks for listening. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. <laughs>